We're going to start this one a little bit different. I want to dedicate this episode to my brother, Jonathan, my sister, Susie, Max and Avaeus. I love y'all. You are now tuned in to The Raymundo Show. History in the making. A man with a master plan to inspire, make you laugh, spread love around the world, the Brooklyn way. Give it up for your host, Raymundo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your host, Raymundo. And I'd like to welcome you to my show where we try to relate, never hate, and always participate. <laughs> Trying something new. <laughs> and I want to wish a happy Father's Day to all the great fathers out there. This is my first one, and I can't front. I love I love this whole dash. It was definitely a purpose of mine. But this is episode 25, Fatherhood. It's an amazing experience. This is going to be an amazing episode. It's been a long time in the making. Procrastination sometimes be still in the nation. But with no further ado, turn it up. It's Raimundo's quote of the day. And today's quote comes from Elon Musk. My children didn't choose to be born. They owe me nothing. I owe them everything. I had to get real dramatic when I said that, man, because it's the truth. I feel like everything I do and everything I am is for them and... I don't want nothing from them but to be healthy, but to be happy, but then to be great. And I want to give them the best life possible. I live the good life. I just want them to have one a million times better, which I'm pretty sure a lot of parents will agree with me when I say that. And they were meant to be here. In a prior episode, I said it was a one of a billion chance, but it's really one in a trillion chance. And I was blessed with two little angels. And I'm excited for all the great things that's going to come with being a dad and having them as my main motivation. But now, I would like to get into the nitty gritty of the episode. Let's go. So the inspiration for this episode is Kevin Hart's fatherhood. Um, It was a great movie. But to to give this episode what it really needed, I had to get my best friend... Also, fellow father, music genius, my brother Jay Prime. Sir, Mundo Show. What's good? I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm sure my day one Mundo listeners remember the classic episode, Flavor in Your Ear, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, straight up. Thank you for having me, too, bro. It's, it's fun to do this shit, so, you know. But um, I know you got a busy schedule. I know you're doing a lot of things right now, so I appreciate you being here. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. It's only right that I got my Father's Day dad cup. Can you see it? It's a little fuzzy, <laughs> but I see it. Yeah, I see it. That's dope. Shout out to my stepkids. They looked out for Father's Day. But yeah, man, I saw this movie, and I went through different emotions. So mm-hmm. to me, it's a classic. I cried. I laughed. And it definitely made me think. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really cry, but I wanted to like a motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to, you know, hold it back because it was, it was real. It got real. But, yeah, it was a lot of... Yeah, but that's because you strong, man. <laughs> that's that Kingston blood. Yeah, man. It's, it's a lot of ups and downs in the movie where it's like, it started out real fucked up. Can I say that? Of course. Oh, say PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Where it, where it started out real fucked up. Like, I think like the first 20 minutes of the movie was like, 
the hardest for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I couldn't even imagine. I don't know if you want to explain like what happened. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So heads up, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, you can turn it off. Uh, if not, it'll probably get you excited about seeing the movie. Shit, the way we talk about it might just get you hyped. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. maybe not the first 20 minutes. <laughs> Straight up. like Yeah, but the, the first 20 minutes had me like, uh, I was just on an emotional roller coaster like Jill Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. No, that's how I felt. That's how I felt for real. Like, Because it's like, you don't, all right, this Kevin Hart, so you don't really know what to expect. Then they, they just hit you with it right away, though. Like, it was just, like, right away they hit you with it. Like, and then I start thinking, if you a pops, you know, we start thinking, like, damn, what if I was in this situation, bro? Like, damn, could, how, how would I handle that? So, Kevin Hart in the beginning, he's with his wife, and they have an emergency C-section. So, they're all nervous, um, and they end up doing it. And all of a sudden, she dies uh, while giving birth. And it was crazy, man, because I haven't seen Kevin Hart in a serious role like that before. The scene was really emotional. Shit had me all fucked up. But it was real, man. Yo, you know what's ill? Yo, it, just just speaking on that, not sorry to cut you off. No, nah, no, nah, it's all good. It's all good. But, like, when I was little, I think I was, like, 9, 10 years old, right? And I had a friend. I'm not going to say her name, but she lived in a building. Like, we were family friends. I, you know, family were cool. You know what I'm saying? Even all the way back to Jamaica type shit. So, one of her aunts that was giving birth in Jamaica, bro, she died giving birth, bro. I remember that day, bro. Like, she wasn't even in the country. It happened over there. But when it happened, bro, the sadness, the pain, like, the child, you know, she's grown now and everything. But it's like, damn, bro, like, I couldn't imagine, bro. Crazy, man. Yeah. Just such a beautiful moment yeah. ruined by fucked up news. It's like somebody's whole world just gets turned upside down. Like, pretty much, like, instantly. Instantly, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, that was, that was, like, the hardest part of the first 20 minutes. But then, as the story progressed, the love and the bond that they have as as daughter and father was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. They did a great yeah. job of making that, like, the essence of the movie. Facts. Yeah, seeing him grow with his daughter and, like, make the change he needed to make to be the father he needed to be for the situation mm -hmm. he was in. That's a fact. And, man, it, it's just, I can't imagine it, but I know it's a lot of fathers that probably go through that. Not, and probably not even to that extreme, but, like, there's single fathers out here, though. And and I'm saying, yo. Well, I feel like, I feel like it's harder for us. It, yeah. Mothers have that natural motherly instinct that we don't got. We just got to use logic and shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and from experience of going through being in, la um, being in labor with my girl, I thank God she was there. I couldn't even do yeah. it without her. So, <laughs> but yeah, her, her being there guided me through everything was a great part of the experience. That's a fact. It's a fatherhood episode, but like, shout out to all the moms. Word, like, shout out to the moms. And that's why we saying this. It's like, that's why we saying, yo, we couldn't imagine because we have great women and shit and they're great mothers. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of blessed in that regard. But you, yeah, so we got to give it up to them. We got to give it up to them. Yeah, for the moms. Shout, shout out to all the moms across the world. We love you, kid. Life wouldn't be nothing without you. And so if you a single mother, married mother, it doesn't matter. As long as you there and you a mom, this one's for you. Because that shit is not easy. That shit is not easy. So salute to y'all. But then I also want to salute to all the single fathers out there. Yo, that's a fact. Like, that gets no credit at all, bro. Like, and they out there. They are out there. And hey, you know what? And speaking of single fathers, even though he's cuffed right now, I wanted to give my brother Randy a shout out. Yo, shout out to brother, my brother Randy, man. Yeah. I got to give my brother Randy his flowers right now. He stepped up when he Straight needed up. to step up. Stepped up. But she's been his day one since day one. And it's crazy because 
since Randy was the youngest one out of my mom's kids, it's like people were worried how he's gonna handle it. But I, I just like always knew he was gonna be great. Cause when Randy really loves somebody or something, he goes above and beyond. And he leveled up his whole life at work. He drinks more water. <laughs> And one thing I love that he does that I didn't think a lot of dads make make it an importance is to take your kids out, yeah, do activities with your kids, like make it your business to do so. And my brother does that. And I'm going to make sure that I do that with my 20 twin twins. It's a fact. Man, salute to Randy, man. Salute to you, little bro. For real, for real. Word, word. Shout out to my brother. Being the single parent, period, is hard. So, man, shout out to the single moms. Shout out to the single dads, man. For real, for real. And if, if you got a team right now, man, like, and y'all got a, you got a family, and it ain't no, like, some bullshit, try to make that shit work, man, because... Yo, family is everything, bro. Having a family. Because there's people out there like that. Like we talking about in the movie. They lost their significant other than they got to go through life alone. And you know, we here taking each other for granted. Like, tomorrow not promised, man. So, and let's do it for the babies. You know what I'm saying? The babies need that, so. Yo, facts, man. They're like the most precious blessing in the world. For real. Yeah, man. All right. So, so all right. Throughout the movie, though, right? Like, Kevin Hart's a funny dude. And I, I I wasn't expecting the performance that he fucking put down. I'm going to keep it real. Not, not not just him. He dead ass did his thing, though, for real. Yeah. Not just him. The whole cast, too. I got to give it to the whole cast. The supporting cast. Nah, nah, nah. Hold on, hold on. Who's someone with the glasses, bro? Always wanted to find out his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his name. Oh, he'd be great in movies. Uh, he's funny. Uh, he always plays a good-ass supporting actor. And his parts just be... Like, perfect for him. I forgot dude's name. Rel Carter, right? His name is Lil Rel. Henry. Okay, yeah, Lil Rel, some shit. I'm talking about Jay-Z nephew and shit, talking about some Rel Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he be doing his thing, though. Yeah, he be doing his thing. But, like, like, all right, so throughout the movie, it's like you can feel the tone of it is, like, all right, down, but it's, like, so funny, bro, because they, like, just hit you with little sly jokes here and there boom 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 and it just shit throughout the whole movie you know what I mean? yeah and, and he wasn't his typical funny I, I feel like sometimes in his old movies he would act the same depending on the role but this time like he was funny like in a cool father way oh and um i love the part where he he pressed the nuns and he was just like yo why y'all so angry like why y'all mad all the time for and i just it just made me think of people that have been disciplined by nuns that went to Catholic school. <laughs> yeah, but gotta give it up to him for, for that shit, bro. Like, great acting. It was a great movie. Great overall movie. And um, even the way he macked to his love interest in the movie, this time he did it differently. It was like adult, laid back, smooth. And his love interest was gorgeous. She was direct. And her chemistry with, with Kevin was just a great fit. Shout out to... The one, the wise. Yeah, I think they picked the the perfect woman to to play that part. The way she portrayed it would seem like a woman you would want to snap out of it for. But she was great. She did her thing, yeah. I want to give it up to the kid, too. I got to give it up to the kid that played that baby. Yo, bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, I had to bring it back a little like bit. Like Jeezy, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I said. She did her thing, too. Yo, that little girl can act, bro. She did her thing. Let's give her her respect. Melody Her, you hear <laughs> Uh, I can already see, like, in 20, in 20 years, she gonna be bodying roles, winning Emmys and Oscars and shit on some Viola Davis shit. <laughs> yeah, her thing, bro. Gotta give it up to her, man. <laughs> word, word. But what was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part? I can't remember what was happening, but it was like, he was supposed to leave or something, and he came back for her. Is that what he did? He came back for her, or... 
Remember when we supposed to leave with her, leave her with grandma? Yo, this guy, bro. That was my part, man. Oh, that was your part? <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> yeah, man. I got the shit written down here, man. Nah, nah, it's all good, but go ahead. Yeah, I think he was leaving her with grandma. He was like, nah, man, fuck that or some shit. But that's the part, bro. That was a great part in the movie. Cause he said, "Fuck it, fuck this job. I'm raising my daughter, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be there, and I'm gonna go get Shorty back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn, that was a dope part. But if I could say uh, another highlight, you know, as dads, we do shit a certain way. And there's been times that I fell asleep with the baby on me, and when I woke up, like I forgot, woke up shook and shit, and I thought it was dope." The way they showed that in the movie, because I know a lot of dads can relate. That's a fact. You're scared you was going to drop the baby and shit. <laughs> Certain things, they captured it real well. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. And you know the parts where he was trying to do her hair. And you know, he just, she hanging out with the fellas with him and like just, you know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to the fathers that do hair, man. For real. Bro. Uh, like for real, for real. I could only do like a little ponytail. One of my boys knows... How to braid hair. He braids <laughs> he braids his daughter hair. And I'm sure he's nasty with it. <laughs> you know how to braid braid and shit. <laughs> you gotta tell me that off. Nah, tell you, me that who's you. that over here. You gotta tell me that shit. I ain't gonna blow him up even though I know he don't care. But still, I ain't, I ain't trying to put his shit out there. I ain't gonna even hold you. Shit. I wanna know how to do that shit too. I'm trying to be top, top notch dad. Nah, that's, that's dope shit. That's ill shit. I just wanna know who it is. <laughs> I'm trying to be on some shit like if the mom can do it I can do it even though moms mothers are still on another level <laughs> but not for nothing as dope as they are we can do our thing on a level that shit I don't even think the moms can fuck with us at some point <laughs> yeah certain thing yeah, yeah, yeah. no the lie detector determined that was a lie <laughs> but to wrap this part of the show up it was a it was a great movie yeah definitely make sure you go see that shit that's a fact all the, all the dads out there go see that but respect to Kevin Hart one day I'm gonna have him on the Raymundo show I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna have them jokes ready <laughs> cause you know comedians be coming for your head oh yeah you better be you better be ready too cause them niggas don't let up you know niggas like him don't let them word facts I'll be ready regardless <laughs> if you a single parent married or in a relationship what doesn't change is that you want the best for your child. What don't change is that you love your child. Yeah, and, and there's wild people that I don't even want to speak about or give them that light in this episode. Being a father is a beautiful thing because you notice there are certain people that are in fucked up situations. They usually have fucked up patterns and usually their father's not around. And don't get it twisted. People that grow without a mom, they go through messed up shit too. But right now, this is the fatherhood episode when we talk about daddios over here. That's a fact. Industries that have a lot of have girls with daddy issues, and that's because their father wasn't around, and the shit affected them in a fucked up way. So, what is being a father to you? It's not one thing. I think for me personally, like that's my one of my life's purposes is to raise a, a generation of kids that that could potentially have an impact on the world. You know what I'm saying? So they ain't asked to be here. You know, like so they here. They my responsibility. I had mad fun making them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't front. It is fun making them. Then once you make them, stop having less fun. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's freaky tech. But I gotta, I gotta step up. So that, that's what I like. I had my father. I had, and the fact that I had my my pops with me. So I guess that's what I seen. So what you just said is very true. Like. 
the people who who don't have the fathers in their life, bro. It's like it could really affect them. It, it could affect them positive too, though, because it's, it's people that didn't have a pops in. And yeah, we gotta give it up to the people that's like that they use that they use it as a strength and not as a weakness. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They use it as strength. Like yo, I never be like that. I, and they be the best fathers. You know what I'm saying? And I know niggas that have fathers. You know, that's just pieces of shit. Sometimes a bad father makes a great father for the next generation. That's a fact. But yeah, that's what a father mean mean to me, being a father, bro. I think that's a part of my life's purpose. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, I have fun making them. I'm going to take care of them until they adults and they could take care of me. I think uh, everybody knows you have fun making them, Bream. (laughs) Yeah, I had a great time, you know. I had to reiterate, you know what I'm saying? Hey, nah, I mean. <laughs> had a wonderful time. Well, as for me, being a father is like being everything my kids need me to be for whatever the situation is. You got to give them that love. They got to trust you, right? Giving you all that trust. Because from early, you taking care of them. And they looking to you to hold them down. Because that's what they see you do. And it's a promise you got to deliver on. They got to make sure no matter what happens in life, they can always trust you. It's guidance. Sometimes you got to be a doctor, a guidance counselor. (laughs) Anything your kids need you to be is who you need to become. Everything. Because with kids, you never know. You want to make sure you're as prepared as possible to take care of them the best way. Yeah. A protector. You know what I'm saying? Who said what? What? Who did what? Like what? What? What block we got to scroll up on here? Fuck that. <laughs> you hear me? Go get my dad. <laughs> Otherhood, man. I love it, man. It's, it's, bro, I wouldn't have it no other way, bro. I, I really think about life and I'll be like, damn, what the fuck would I be doing with my life? Like, I have my babies. Like, bro, they, they, everything, man. And before they got here, I was just trying to get everything ready for them. I was trying to be successful, have everything set up. Make life smooth as possible for them. I thank God and everything went smooth. Shout out the wifey. She's the best. Pretty much being a father is life, man. And they were my life before I even knew I was going to have them. Like my whole purpose was just almost like to get ready. So when I do have kids, I can just enjoy it, live in the moment, (laughs) which I get to do now. Never wanted to be great. Like I want to be great right now. They give me a motivation and a a drive. I, I... I can't even explain it in words. And you got to be the best man for them. Become the best version of you. And that's what fatherhood, like, did to me, bro. Like, early on, because I, I became a father at 19. So it was young, but I would have it no other way. But it made me grow up fast. And all that time that it took to get where I'm at now, it's like I knew I would be at this point. But, like, becoming a father sparked that at that time. Now, if that didn't happen, maybe I would have prolonged, you know, my shit a little bit more. But... I just see in that life, yo, like, yo, you responsible, dogs. You got to give it your best, you know? Can't let things go. Can't overlook anything anymore. Your health is important. The situations you put yourself in can affect your kids. You just always got to make sure you keep yourself safe and that you're coming home to them and that you're going to be there. And the sweetest thing about it is that it's like, you know, the only thing that they know for sure is that they love you and they want to spend every second of the day with you. Bro, like, you know, my kids come give me a kiss in the morning. It's like they want to do that. Why? Because I'm I'm there. I've been there. 
So I, I change every first diaper, like, and I'm still here Bro, hold on, now. Hold on, hold on. I want to make sure you get your flowers, too. Became a daddy early in the game, and you've been great since day one. Always speaking positivity into them, and everything you do to get better is for them. I just want the back for kids to know, yo, your daddy love you. Shout out to Chantel. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Of course, of course. You already know. So, what's the toughest part about being a dad? If you a dad and you a real deal dad, nigga, or man, period, it's gonna feel like, or should feel like, it's all on you. Some will say that's a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing if, if you really not selfish. You know what I'm saying? If you're not a selfish person and you know these people are dependent on you, it's like, it's all on me. So that's the hardest part for me. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, it's a natural order, bro. Yeah, it's natural. It's instincts. Like, you wake up and do what you got to do to make sure they eating. They got everything they need to be healthy and loving life. Because the baby life is a great life. <laughs> to me, the actions of everything that I have to do is not the hardest part. But it's the thought that am I doing everything I'm supposed to be doing? You know what I'm saying? Am, am I... Am I crossing my T's down my eyes? Am I really putting my 100% into this? Because if I don't, then they're going to have to feel the effects of that. When you crossing the T's and dying the eyes, that's when you're trying to revolutionize. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know somebody is um, serious about some shit. Like, you cleaning outlets, <laughs> light fixtures. <laughs> yeah. When you cleaning the baseboards and shit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That'll be the hardest part for me, though. Like like I said, not the actions of what I have to do, but it's like, yo, am I doing enough? And because the moment I do some it's, bullshit... It's never enough. Yeah, it's never enough. And, but it's like the moment I, I just I make the wrong decisions or whatever or I make a bad decision, it's going to affect them. There's just certain people that you love so much, and I feel like it doesn't leave any room to feel like you've done enough. Even if you've done like a million things... But for some, it's just never enough. And for my kids, just like I said in the quote of the day, I owe them everything. They owe me nothing. Mm, yo, piggybacking off what you said, yo, they owe me nothing. My mom told me this when I was when I was little, right? I, I probably was like five years old, both of my parents, but it was only my mom that I asked this question, right? I was like, yo, y'all love me so much. Y'all take care of me so much. How much money could I give y'all like, to like pay you back when I get older? She was like... There ain't no amount of money. Like, I'm like, not even a million? Like, nope. 10 million. Nope. She like, baby, I appreciate it, but like, this this shit is like priceless. Yeah, no MasterCard, but it's priceless. <laughs> ain't no price on this shit. Like, it can't be bought. I learned that shit at an early age. That's the thing about about being a dad, too. It's like when you giving, all right, you don't got the bread to the, the this crazy bread right now. But your presence, nigga, just being there, hugging, and nah, I love you. The toughest part for me will have to be letting go of the self. Those self days are over. It's them, 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 then you. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else. Oh, man, yo, I remember the the early days. It was hard for me to get used to the fact that I was going to have less sleep. Like, they always tell you you're going to sleep less, and then you really sleep less in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I had, to, I had to let go of that shit, and they've been sleeping a little bit better, at least to, like, they were doing seven, now they at five, but shout out to, to my babies for letting their parents sleep a little nah, bit longer. I, I, off that, bro, I, 
not to cut you off, but I got to give you your flowers, nigga, because I already knew you was primed to be a dad. You know what I'm saying? You was, you was already ready. We talked about this shit since we was little. And the fact that I have twins, a boy and a girl, and you got twins, a boy, a boy and a girl, like, it's crazy. Word, word. Two best friends have a twin boy and a twin girl. And it's crazy. When you had your twins, I remember thinking like, yo, I will never be able to have twins. I don't got that Kingston blood. <laughs> nah, but shit, it's crazy. But it happened. And yeah, yeah, a lot of shit we talk about when we was younger. And you just, you straight stepped into it. That shit warms my heart to see a nigga want to be there and step up. And basically your dream. Bro, my dream in one shot. You been saying, yo, I, I want a boy and a girl. And you got, you know what I'm mean? saying? And you been doing your thing. So salute to you. Yo, I appreciate that, my brother. You know what's crazy? That when you get flowers, you always appreciate it. But you never look for it. And, and I feel like that's the best thing. Like anything I do for my kids, it's integrity on a thousand. A One of the many dope things I like about what me and wifey do when it comes to the kids is that there's no it's your turn or I don't want to do diapers. Like we just do what we got to do to take care of the needs of the babies. But what about the days of the babies? <laughs> <laughs> we take care of them. <laughs> it's like when you see those faces and that you feel that love, you just can't understand how can the parent I want to be there? Like, I can, I just could never get it. Yeah, and I feel you on that. But there's people, too, that's just, like, not around. Don't have no interest in doing that shit at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even though they were spoiled and they got taken care of and all this shit, they have no interest in that shit. They just want to fuck. <laughs> I feel you, man. A lot of people just want to fuck. But do all the fuck you can for this beautiful soul you have in this world you know what I'm saying? the only thing that they know in this world is that they love you they don't give a fuck if you broke or you smoke or you choke or even if you low <laughs> <laughs> they fucking love you man like paul rudd that's what i'm saying bro. they helpless dog like they need you dog that's a fact but as we proceed to give you what you need what's the best part about being a dad Man, the best part is just the love, the unconditional, the unconditional love, unconditional like, love, just, just the joy, the happiness, the your heart in human form. All the best things in life, everything you are, everything you could be, everything you were, everything just leads to them in some in some way. Exactly, pure joy, the happiness, the love. And I remember when before I was a dad and I just had nieces and nephews, I would always like get defensive like oh i know how it feels like to have a kid but nah you don't <laughs> you fucking don't having a kid is a whole different story like their every day and everything depends on you yeah exactly ain't no breaks edition i don't think people really realize that until they in it but regardless it's a beautiful thing yeah 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 man me and my girl uh taking them on a vacation and shit because so they could be with us because i hate being away from them uh you know we all need little breaks and all that i love seeing them faces man. Yeah, especially that young too as they get older, yeah, yeah, but I'm overprotective, like. Shit, you know when I'm going to start uh, taking vacation from them? When they start <laughs> hitting you with, with YouTube facts. Talk about, Jake Paul says we don't have to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they come with that, it's like, hey, all right, it's time to, it's time to read a book. <laughs> Yo, Preen, this was a great first half, but we'll be back after this break. Don't touch that dial. Now a word from our sponsors. 
Today's episode is brought to you by MindZoom. You heard it right, MindZoom. Hey Mundo listeners, if you're like me, you're always striving to achieve the best things in life. Have you ever wondered, how can I be successful at all the things I do? And listen, I know you want to achieve your goals, but sometimes it could just be so tough. I'm pretty sure there's many times you wonder, how do successful people get their motivation, confidence, personality, and skills to accomplish almost anything they intend to do? It seems like our own mind works against us. Can you believe your own brain is limiting you from achieving the full extent of your capabilities? What if I told you there was a simple and automatic way to open your mind, let it learn, and let it bond to your body and improve your performance on pretty much anything you try? Let's say business, your social life, health, sports, learning, you name it, it helps. It's a revolutionary software that will reprogram your mind and your body automatically, placing thousands of positive affirmations directly into your brain interested yet of course you are just log on to the raymundo show forward slash mind zoom again that's the raymundo show forward slash mind zoom now let's get back to the show subscribe now You know what's dope? That all the best things you learn through life, you get to show them that part. Like in my case, I just want them to enjoy their lives, be happy, accept themselves for who they are and who they want to be and just fucking enjoy life. <laughs> and that shit starts at home because trust me, like if, if you too judgmental to your child and all this, then they're going to grow up and be that way. And everything around them is going to happen. You don't want them to go through anything that you went through. Like the affirmation. <laughs> yeah, you got to give your kid that donda energy. <laughs> yeah, 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 that donda energy, for real. Salute the donda, Miss donda. Respect, God bless. I don't know if y'all saw that documentary, but the reason Kanye's like that is because of his mom. She pretty much was his biggest fan. And honestly, you got to be your kid's biggest fan. They got to feel like you the number one cheerleader whenever they do anything. I, I was lucky, dog. Like, my pops was my biggest fan, bro. Period. It was real. That's when a nigga used to make music yeah, in the man, heart. I remember, yo, I'll never forget, you did a song about your family. And I just remember your pops, he was so proud. And he was rapping about your family, but... You know, you had bars though. It was it was fire. Yeah, shout out to King. Yo, I, I remember when he um when he built you your your own room. Nigga, not not just built me. Nigga bought the crib. Like, <laughs> now I'm saying we was in the two bedrooms, seven people in Bushwick. Nigga, Madison, Madison. Yeah, went from there to Schaefer. You know, I seen him do. I see my dad do shit. So I was like, damn, that shit was inspiring, bro. A uh, two bedroom to a crib. Like, he wasn't perfect, but like, but. He ain't leave a nigga. He took care of a nigga. And I really appreciate yo. Rest up, Pops, dog. I miss you, dog. Like, and that's where I got got my shit. Facts, facts. Rest in peace to King. So um, how did, like, being a dad change you? When I had my first daughter, that's when I was one foot in, one foot out. When I had my second daughter, I was like, I'm done. Word, you you was in the streets in the Impala. That's how I know you was really in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the, the birth, bro. Like, it was like a spiritual thing. I couldn't explain it. Like, just being there, seeing her being born, and then still being one foot in, one foot out. Then my second daughter being born, I was like, yeah, that's it. Changed my whole shit, my whole way of life, you know, my whole way of thinking. I just been leveling up ever since, bro. Ever since. That's a fact, and I can uh, attest to that. I seen him go from a 19-year-old to a 35-year-old man, about to be a billionaire, doing everything he can for his family. Billy talk, man. Yeah, and the way fatherhood changed me is if I wanted to do great things before, now I just I want to be spectacular. 
amazing like Spider-Man. <laughs> Think great things I've never done before. And most importantly, making yourself proud feels good, but making your kids proud of you? Yeah, that's a fact. You know what's my dream? For my kids to have a, an assignment and say that when they grow up, they want to be like their dad. Because I remember... Uh, when I was a, a kid, I think I was like about six years old, I remember saying, yo, I want to be a businessman like my father. And there's never been anyone in the world that I wanted to go above and beyond for like I do for my kids. Like when it comes to them, I don't need to sleep. I don't need to eat. I just want to do everything. And you're going to see you're going to see evidence of that on this show. Bro, it's inevitable, bro. Because they giving me a motivation I never had before. So I'm about to do things I never done before. Amazing things. And manifestation is real. I'm just putting what I want out there. So when it comes to my kids, I don't tell them nothing but beautiful things. You're great. You're smart. You're beautiful. To my daughter, she's beautiful. Y'all gonna change the world. <laughs> don't tell them no bullshit. That shit manifests itself and it could be real. Whatever you tell your kid. Why you gonna tell your kid, oh, you, you're stupid ass. Yo, I seen parents do that. Like, that shit fucking wakes me out, bro. Like, I don't know, man. I could never. Um, But for this part, I wanted to talk about our fathers. I mean, you spoke about yours briefly. Uh, Rest in peace to King. I wanted to give my dad a shout out. Shout out to my pops. Shout out to pops. Ray Gonzalez. Love you, dogs. <laughs> RB Entertainment. Musica Cristiano. I wanted to know, what about your pops influenced you the most? I hear people throwing this word around, like this alpha male word around. But he was that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Naturally, like, I see a lot of niggas try to become that, but he was that naturally, you know what I'm saying? And he ain't take shit from nobody. Nigga, I used to be scared for my pops because he ain't take shit from nobody. I used to be like, damn, I hope this, I hope this nigga doesn't say nothing right now. Oh shit, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, worry, King had that. Don't fuck around, look too. <laughs> he provided. He he held shit down, bro. Like he was an old school nigga too, so he was he was harsh with it too. So yeah, I got tough skin too. But I also had big brothers and shit. And, big cousins uh, i think that helps too but as far as my pops man like he was a true alpha male bro true man's man like no bullshit but i'm um, speaking of being scared of your pops yo i'll never forget we were going to wrestlemania uh it was wwf at the time i hate that wwe shit man that shit bothers me i think wwf is some panda shit but yo shout out to the pandas <laughs> so we on the highway and i just remember i think this guy stuck a middle finger he said son of my dad and <laughs> i can still remember i just my dad was upset so i just remember we was on 34th street on our way to Madison Square Garden. My father wanted to make sure I was okay. So he's like, yo, Ray, you good? You good? You sure you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good, Pops. I'm not, and I'm still, I'm oblivious to what's about to happen. I'm not even, like, really thinking anything. Next thing I know, my dad gets out the car, grabs Duke, hits him with the left, boop, right, boop, leans him on the car. So, yo, so my dad's getting it on, got dude on the taxi, and you would think that maybe I was like, yeah, dad, fuck him up. But I was like, no, dad, please stop fighting. You shouldn't be fighting dad. Yeah. And my sister, she was probably like, yo, why you why you acting like a bitch for? That's <laughs> definitely what she would say now. Shout out to my sister, Kenya. Yeah, but uh, long story short, my dad spoke to the cop for a little bit. Uh, I was still bugging the fuck out till the cop left him alone. We got to see the, we got to see wrestling. I passed out, woke up in my father's crib, and the next day everything was back to normal. <laughs> but um, 
What influenced me the most about my, my, my dad is his discipline. If he says he's not going to eat steak for a year, he's not going to eat steak for a year. He wakes up at 5 o'clock in the morning on uh, for years now. He's been jogging four or five miles a day for like over 20 years. Like no matter what he's done, he's always gone all the way and did whatever he can to try to make it work. He's definitely a hustler. And one thing I give him credit for that a lot of te- a lot of people take for granted, including myself, is he's always taking care of his health. I always saw it as like he's trying to be around longer so we can be together longer. I think he even did the vegan thing, if I'm not mistaken. Vegetarian diet, slim fast. Out to my pops, uh, but stop playing, man. Eat a steak with your son. Leave the fish for the for the penguins, man. You ain't see happy feet. They need it. <laughs> so, what was your most memorable time with your dad as a kid? He took me to the park. We was on Madison. What's that park right there on Madison? Are you talking about three seventy seven? Uh, I believe so. And he told me how to ride my bike. He took them training wheels off. And I got it that day. Since that day, I know how to ride a bike till this day because of that. If he would have never did that, I would never forget that, bro. And he was patient with me. He, he, you know, he was a little hothead. But, like, that day, he was real patient with me, dog. Like, And he was like, yo, I was crying and shit. Was like, nah, don't take him off. Don't take off my training wheels. Don't take him off. I'm not ready. He's like, nah, you're going to ride today. You said before you leave this park, you're going to ride. He was like, yo, just keep your balance. Keep doing this to keep your balance. Keep doing this. Bro, once I got that shit. Bro, I ain't want to go inside after that. I just want to ride my bike all day. It's hype, bro. It's new, this man. Damn, bro. Like, I'll never forget that. I don't forget that moment. <laughs> Yo, I could just imagine you with the Cornelius smile. <laughs> Fucking bright as fuck. <laughs> so many memories, but the one I can remember the most is my 11th birthday. He took me to this all-star cafe in Miami. Well, I think Shaq owned it. And there was a basketball court in the back. And he played me one-on-one in front of the family. And he let me beat him. I told him to take me, you know, don't cut me no slack. I had like three jump shots in his face. He's on fire. But yeah, he let me win. And it was dope. It was my birthday when we got back to the crib. Yeah, birthday stuff up. I got memories for days. I'll be here all day talking about that shit. Yeah, man, I wanted to ask you, what are some helpful ways we can help kids that don't have a father in the household you know i was thinking like a big brother program i always wanted to do that shit but as far as what we can do like i think every man like if you're a man and you into that shit like just just look around you or whatever be the example yeah just be the example growing up you know like say if i wanted to contribute like i'll be a basketball coach or join your team if you got your kids or whatever and they got a friend that don't got a dad or whatever just you ain't gotta fucking be dad but just be like yo you want to come hang out with us you want to you know what i mean go out to a game with us or you know that's how i think we could do our part well, since everything's about technology i think we need more YouTube channels dedicated to helping kids that don't have fathers in the household, more apps, use technology to put a positive twist on something. To, that's definitely a way we can make technology work for us, especially for the children. They love that shit. So what's the best advice you ever got as a dad? Yo, absence and presence is going to be like one of the key things. And by absence and presence, meaning... Of course, you got to be present. But then your absence, nigga, you're not just absent for no reason. Like, 
you out, you absent because of them, because you got to provide and shit like that. You handle the business and being absent, they, they miss you. This even with your woman too, like your family, like they miss you. You know what I'm saying? So that absence of you, you out there holding shit down, it has to be done versus just being present all the time. And you just, you know what I mean? Not handling your business. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's pretty much balance. That's what that means. Absence and presence. You, you got to have it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be there. And make sure that the time you spend is quality. Yeah, it's quality. Facts. And when you're not there, it's because you're making sure you're putting food on that table, food on their stomach, and all of the above. Anything they need. Yeah, they good. Yeah, so I got that little advice, you know, years ago. And I found, I, I, I held on to it because I never forgot it. So meaning it's like, yo, dog, you got to you gotta go. You got to go get, you got to get up. You can't be around here all day, bro. You got to have that balance. It's all for them anyway. You know what I'm saying? Me not being in the place... I want to be in financially, sometimes not mentally, definitely not physically. This shirt used to fit me big, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now it's a little snuggy buggy. <laughs> You're going to get it right. Damn, you know what I wanted to discuss real quick? Parent advice. You got to be real careful when you give parent advice. Before I became a parent, I would give advice, and I just want to apologize for that. Don't get me wrong, it came from a good place. I mean, you know, I want the best for you and your kid, but knowing now, it's like it's a it's a whole different ball game. So be careful when you give that parenting advice. You don't want to offend nobody. I've been offended maybe once or twice. When you knew everybody just want to help you out they want to make sure you know what the fuck you're doing <laughs> but it's positive and i love it i've incorporated it into my parenting style and it's made me all around better yeah all the advice all the mistakes all my failures all my accomplishments just make me a better man at the end of the day so i could be a better father i just want them to live their best lives from day one, even when that thought shit hit them, teenage, make sure their mental health is right and just guide them and be who you want them to be. And that's the thing. We need to be there to, yeah, to guide them. Like, because even though they may think this is this thing that they want to accomplish, like they got to know it's, it's okay to change your mind too. Like, it's okay if that shit didn't work, but still support them. You don't want to do that no more? That's cool. You don't like that shit no more? All right, what you want? Like, what, like, you know what I'm saying? And support them with that. Yeah, before I close this segment up, what's the best advice you would give to new dads, including myself? Uh, okay, Here, here's one. If you selfish, get rid of that shit. And, and I'm, I really mean that. Learn to, like, really perceive this thing as, like, this is a human life that's depending on you. And I'm not saying, like, yo, don't have a life and shit like that. That's not what I'm saying. But your life at the end of the day is making sure that little human being is, is straight with just the basics and necessities of life, too. Like, you know, food, shelter, love. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a selfish dude, look in the fucking mirror and be honest with yourself and learn how to not be selfish. Everything from there fall into place, dog. Here you go. Yo, and before you go, Preem, uh, let the Mundo listeners know uh, about the book and the website and everything else you got going on. Um, it's called Destroy and Rebuild. You know what I'm saying? It's on Amazon right now. Destroy and Rebuild. Just put my name in with it. You'll find it. It'll show you how to get in shape. So please purchase the book when you get a chance. Yo, I need everybody to check out UrbanBodyNetwork.com and the YouTube. It's a health and fitness site. You know what I'm saying? That I'm trying to make for our people. Just check it out. UrbanBodyNetwork.com. Yeah, man. I want to thank my brother, Jay Preen, my right hand man, my best man 
fellow father, godfather. Yeah, man, but thanks for having me, bro. You know, shit's fun like always, bro. No problem. Till next time. Till next time, man. Mundo out. I wanted to mention something that one of my best friends brought up to me earlier. Shout out to Salim. Yo, growing up, our fathers lived in other states. So certain things that we learned were from teachers and coaches that gave a fuck enough to try to lean us towards the right direction. And I want to thank those people, especially the ones I can remember from my life. And that's Keith Santos, Conan Cahill, and my godfather, Mr. Fulani. Without them, I don't know where I would have been right now. Especially my godfather, he's been like another father to me. And he saw my greatness when I was a 16-year-old depressed over a breakup with fuzzy-ass braids and wrinkled clothes. And I remember one day I told him, Yo, I'm not going to graduate. And he looked at me and said, you're going to graduate and go on to do great things. So I'm on my way, Fulani. Love you. But without further ado, time for action and final say. Let's do it. It's just time for that action. I'm always trying to figure out a way to make my show better. I would really appreciate your feedback. Always feel free to email me at mundo at theraymundoshow.com. Follow me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at theraymundoshow.com. I'm really trying to make this show the best it can be. Again, some love from my, my listeners would be greatly appreciated with feedback and donations. I would really love for y'all to be part of this history I'm about to make in every way possible. PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, and anywhere money and help is accepted. Just type the Raymundo Show and I'll pop up. I want to thank y'all. Love y'all. Peace, love, Mundo. Subscribe now. Raymundo's final say. Turn it up. Being a father is a prestigious honor. I take tremendous pride in to be blessed with an unconditional love that makes any condition a beautiful experience. It's the greatest responsibility that somehow gives you supernatural abilities. Like a super soldier serum, your kids give you the strength to fight Captain America if you have to. Straight the fuck up, Steve. As a father, you're a protector and all-around provider. Not just with money, but your understanding and willingness to put yourself to the side like some french fries for them to have it all. And that's what's dope, that with them, you always feel like you have it all. So anything more is a bonus you ain't gotta wait till Christmas for. They haven't made a car that can match the drive my kids give me. When I hear Dada, I feel superior. It's like I got a cape and curl in front of my head, but I know I'm not Superman, but I try my hardest every day to be super dad. Being a parent is not easy by any means, but for them, you do whatever's necessary by any means. My life has meaning because they're the definition. They're my sole purpose. And that's the reason I'm on the mission. Like GTA, but more like GDA, greatest dad alive. If you can only make their life just a little better, all the sacrifice will be worth it. My message to all fathers is to be there. Give them the love you got or never had. Just want to give a shout out to my babies, Ray and Raya. I love you. Everything I do is... It's for you. <laughs> when you old enough to understand what your dad be talking about, I hope you laugh and I made you proud. <laughs> but yeah, this was a great episode. I want to thank my brother Preen for joining me once again. We got another classic in the books. He's been guiding me before this day's gotten here. Shout out to Wifey, my baby Samara. Thank you for believing in me and 
helping me develop the tools to be the best father I could be. But I want to thank all my Mundo listeners out there, anybody who gave this a listen. Take care. God bless. Love y'all. Be safe. Love your kids. Love the kids. Peace. Love. Mundo. Out. The spoken word. When it comes to writing, writing about the things that mean the most to you, because you want it to almost be perfect, is the toughest. But when you have your breakthroughs and they flow, you nothing like it. I need a Dave East first line to help me out with this one, but shit ended up working out. But this poem is to my kids. Nothing better than being your dad. <laughs> nothing in this world is better than being your dad. I get the best views in the world just from seeing you laugh. Even though I'm a sinner, I was blessed with twins. Your part in my story is really where my life begins. Being your father makes me an automatic winner like a rigged game. I got my princess whose middle name is my mama name and a little king who has my name and we look the same. How could I ever complain? Without you, I can't maintain. Love you with everything I got, especially my heart and my brain. You have full control of my soul. You always enlighten my mind. Every second with you is like a moment in time. They can take everything from me, but you'll always be mine. You can trust daddy to catch you if you're falling behind. Life has its ups and downs like scrolling social media clips, but because of you, I never need a present because your presence is my gift. Like I'm hanging from a cliff, I never want to let you go. I wish you could stay forever young. But I have to let you grow. But one thing you'll always know, that your parents were born to love you. Never place anything above you, because you're my children you were destined to be. If it wasn't for you, your father wouldn't be striving to be the best he can be. I love y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Till next time. Mundo out. (laughs) 